episode of Argia Biala in Ibo podcast. This episode is a continuation of the previous episode where we were exploring the concept of dada or locks in Ibo. So we will just jump right back into where we left off. <laughs> And is there any special way you cut it or just cut it? <laughs> well, for it, it's an individual thing for me. Okay. I you have to for me I got a new cre- new uh creeper, the, the machine to cut the hair. Yeah. I got a new scissors, everything was new and I was mm-hmm. gonna do it for him. So after that I cut the hair with these machines and all that. And I said this happens to be your machine now because the other brother the other brother has his own machine for the cutting of the hair. So I said this is yours now. Oh, I see. <laughs> okay. You can cut how you want if you want to make it skin, fine. If you can make it blood, fine. If you want to cut it half, but at least get it to the to as slow as you can. Yeah. So it does but it doesn't some people cut that and it gets it gets back to lock up again. <laughs> depending okay. on the level of the tribe of the Obanje. Wow, wow. Okay. Okay, so I have two last questions for you. Okay. And thank you so much for the prayer. I really, really appreciate that. Yeah, you're welcome there. But so my second to last question is you mentioned that part of cutting the hair symbolizes telling the group and for the Igbo learners who are listening, correct me if I pronounce it wrong, but Otu, not the number, but Otu, I messed up the pronunciation, actually means group or, uh, it doesn't mean one. It means like a group of people or I don't know how else you would describe it. Someone once told me it could be like your, even your colleagues or people who are, make up some type of same Okay, let me help you. <laughs> Please do. When you look at words, they actually can mean two different things depending on the the punctuations and all that. Yeah. O2, O2 can be O2. O2 can be O2 is group. Okay? Now, let me describe this group for you. The time you were in high school, there's a people you started your junior year. There's this set of people you know you started from your first year, the second, the third, and that, you know? As you are in your class, in that your junior high school, right? Mm-hmm. You become a group. Right. This same group goes on and on and move. As as even if you call, even if you go out of the school, you're still part of the group. Yeah. You are class of 19, whatever. You are class of 2000. You are still a member of the group. Right. So that is the duality of life. Whatever happens here on earth happens somewhere in the spiritual realm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And I think another True. example, especially in our school system here, is like being a senior or a sophomore or a freshman or a junior. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You see? Yeah. So it's the same. It's practically the same. Yeah. As, as we have Otuomwada, it's the same in the realm, in the spiritual realm. Whenever the Ada dies, he goes to Otuomwada in the spiritual realm. Mm. So that's why when you when you venerate them here, you settle them spiritually. When you when you marry and venerate Otomada here, you are venerating them. When you give them like all those things they require to be a member of Otomada, you are also venerating the energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the, in the in the realm, in the other realm. That makes sense. So it is the duality of life. Definitely. And so the question that I was asking based off of that was you mentioned that it's a part of basically telling the Dada's fellow clansmen <laughs> that he or she is able to make decisions for their themselves or for their life. Would you yeah. say that when someone is still deeply tied to their Dada that they're not making decisions for their own life? Like they're being led by the spirit world, or how would you elaborate or explain that? Okay, um, the essence of that is there is spiritual undertaking, under undertone to others. Mm-hmm. Because when they are kids and they are that, they have visitors. These visitors can actually make them sick, or can actually. Okay, let me explain this in a broader aspect. Okay. My new son, my, my 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 thoughts on the new my new baby, mm-hmm. um, Khalifa is Chim Khalifa is the name. Is hmm. is also a dada. Seriously. Now, he becomes sick all the time because he's trying to drag position with the other one who is also a dada. <laughs> so what do we do when we found out that he is also a dada? We have to cut this one. So we have to plead with this one. As you can see, your brother is also your member of the group. And there's no two, we can never be two captains in one ship. <laughs> so for us to liberate, liberate him, we need to cut this one. You understand? Mm-hmm. We made the ritual, we cut his own, and this one immediately became that. The team began to lock. Mm. So it's the, the point of cutting it is either to give chance for the next one, mm. Or also to stop them from visiting. Because when they visit him, you know, when he sees them with the eye of human in this nature, in this gross material end, sometimes it frightens him and he cries mm-hmm. uncontrollably. Okay. So the essence of cutting it is he's, he can be able to make decision. The time is now. Is one of those reasons of cutting it. Is to cut it. For, their, for at least they will give him break. You understand? Mm-hmm. Okay. You can only defend him, fight for him spiritually, but not visit him in the physical gross material head. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. In other words, the dreadlocks on his hair is the chain, is the connection. Mm. It is the tele- the connectic band that mm-hmm. connects the other world and the gross material head. Okay. So if he still have it as a young child, he will still see them. Sometimes he cries at midnight because when they will come to play with him, he could have been, he would be frightened and begin to cry. Mm-hmm. But when we cut this hair, 
we actually make him to have an independent soul, independent mind, mm-hmm. and also on the, be free from the visitors that often comes around. Okay. So even while he was a dada, we use this what we call the, the there's a point where they will visit and it makes him cry. What do we do? You use the coconut water, you break the coconut and pour the water on his head and wash it. Mm-hmm. He will sleep well that night. Mm. These are simple, simple rituals that comes with it. Mm-hmm. So okay. I hope I hope I was able to answer your question. Yes, you did. Thank you. Yeah. And so my last ish question <laughs> is <laughs> <laughs> it's just such an interesting topic. So someone they have their dada cut off. Are they able to later on in their life reconnect that chain? Like reconnect that you know, how you described it of that direct connection to their group even later in life? And also, is it stronger when they're a child versus when they're older? Well, I will respond to this from the point of being a DBA. Okay. Why you notice most DBAs? Have you noticed that most DBAs keep dreadlocks? Um, I don't think I know that many DBAs. <laughs> No, because sometimes, you know, uh, many DBS keep these dreadlocks because oh, they really? felt, yes, they, this helps them to connect with Otu Dada. You understand? Okay. So there are, there are, there are 110 percent chances of when you grow it up, when you are Dada and young and you cut it off. There are some situations where when you cut it before the time, they will, pay, they will push you. You have to carry that Dada again. It happens. <laughs> It's, it's sort of punishment. You understand? Okay. You have to carry such data, and you see some DBS when they install their when they are rooted, they are these these energies will push them to we are to carry those data because they want them to connect with this energy from this data set. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, for me, I believe I base my personal opinion that people who cut their dada and let her grow it up can still connect to those energies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, but so can they only connect if they have dada? Or even if they don't, if they're not carrying the hair? Mm, even if they don't carry the hair, they are a member of this group. It doesn't okay. matter if you graduate <laughs> 1996. Uh-huh. You are part of this group that graduated. <laughs> it doesn't matter. If you are still in 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 Newark, yeah. <laughs> whereas you studied in school is in a high school in Newark, yeah. You always be whenever we go to the school roster, we always yeah. find your name. Yeah. Okay. So whatever he's that or not, whatever he has cut the hair or not, it doesn't matter. Exactly. What matters is he's a member of the set, and he's a, a his library is entitled to every every dividend. That mm-hmm. the member of the set receives. Oh, I see. Okay, and so this is really my last question for people <laughs> for people who grow locks later on in their life. Are they able? Because I personally know that a lot of my friends or people who have grown locks, they themselves say that it's a spiritual journey, and I completely I can see see that and understand it. And if I one day grow locks, I know it would be a spiritual journey and just a journey of so much like defiling ideas of 
beauty because we have this idea that it's only one type of way. It will be um, ways of just kind of accepting of self in the sense that it's with African hair, our hairs do just kind of naturally lock up, especially when they're the more curlier textures. So I know why in so many ways making the decision to lock my hair or people who have made this decision, it's definitely a, it's definitely a journey of many sorts. But so for people who do it later on in life, who make a decision to lock their hair, does that connect them to any spiritual group or is it just something different? Well, I believe so. Why? Because, um, you know, a certain set of Igbo people believe that Dada actually emanates when a mother goes to a certain deity and uh, and actually requests for a child. There's mm-hmm. a telepathy, there's this connection between the mother, the child, and the deity. Some believe so. Though, a rooted Dibia wouldn't believe so. <laughs> so, if anyone and the others, in, the, in average people, who are not generally that at first began to lock their hair. See, I believe there is a spiritual side of it. Because if not, the white man wouldn't have used the story of Samson, who has the dreadlocks, as a as a epitome of strength and power. Mm-hmm. You understand? So I believe it is a spiritual journey. I believe once these head locks, it's emits a certain signal to the mother nature. Mm-hmm which creates a certain vibrations mm-hmm. and energy that one can use to become, go even greater and higher. Yeah, to tap into other spiritual yeah. So For me, it's, this is a, the spiritual ocean is very vast and wide that mm-hmm. you can actually tap from every little ritual. Ritual can be from drinking water. Ritual can be from keeping hair. Ritual can be from wearing a certain clothes. Ritual mm. can be anything. So we can actually tap on these energies that are very, very vast for us to harness. So why can't we tap this energy with locking the, the, the hair? Mm-hmm. So I strongly believe it is a really, really a very unique spiritual journey. Mm-hmm. For me, that I don't, I love it. I love to lock my hair, but I don't, <laughs> have, I don't, I don't have such hair. Yeah. I can't because of the texture of my hair. One. Secondly, I want to live in a different narrative. Mm. I want to show the world that a Dibia can be neat. Mm-hmm. A Dibia can actually be more than civilized, mm-hmm. handsome, and be anything you want to be than being dirty. So, so wait, so Chere Godi, are you equating Dada to being unneat or dirty? No. So <laughs> cannot keep it. Oh, okay. Okay. We all wear clothes, but some cannot wash. <laughs> That's the point. Okay. <laughs> and so there's one thing that you touched on that I actually was one of my things to ask you about. That some people do say that babies are born with that dada because their moms made a particular uh, oath with a deity or anything like that. Could you just elaborate on what that belief belief is and why you think that is actually inaccurate? In Odinana, we believe that man has a God in him, that man is God. 
And we are gods and goddesses in our only two ways. That's why we have chi, uku, and chi. So for us to come with the narrative that uh, or the nana that 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 has to be with when a man woman went to a deity to request for a child, there is only one source that gives child. There is only God. Chukwokike gives child, but there are angels, there are people about us who are assigned with the duty of ensuring fertility, like Agwaliomo. Okay, so for people to say that people, a woman, when a woman goes to a deity, that is when a dada no. What if a what if the women that didn't go to deity and then have that, what happened to it? Mm-hmm. So people will always create all those narratives in order to undermine our own cosmology. But the truth is still glaring in the eyes to see. Because there are many women who do not know what is date in their life, yet they give birth to, to Dada. Mm-hmm. Okay. Chika, thank you so much for your time and sharing all of your words of wisdoms and also personal stories as well as a prayer. This has been more than a delight and it's been incredibly insightful and something that I'm sure so many people are going to enjoy listening and learning more about. You're highly welcome. I'm always open. Whenever you need me, you know where to find me. Someday we are going to talk about the difference between Odenana and Domenana. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. That sounds awesome. I'm down for that. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you to your audience. <laughs> and I would always tell them, Koma Kamalofa. Because without everything, we have to pray. And we don't pray. We we do what we libate. We make decree. We take authority. We don't need down and pray. We sit down like kings and queens we are and make decrees upon our lives. So, if I Never. It only jumps forward. Because tomorrow is endless. Okay. 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 And so on that beautiful note, this concludes our episode of Dada. 
I would definitely encourage you as always to try and go back, listen to that prayer and Igbo, see what words you understand and ask some questions. Again, if you haven't joined our Igbo conversation exchange program where you can work through these types of things and more, please, please join the movement. (laughs) And just a disclaimer, as we've had in our other episodes, that These are just discussing different historical and just important knowledge to know about the culture. It is not necessarily telling you to believe one thing or the other, but we think it's important that we highlight and share this knowledge of different cultural beliefs and understandings. So we hope you all enjoyed this episode. And as we end all episodes, Till next time, Kaldewa. (laughs) 